0: Hey, dude! This dog like stinks, man. Okay, groomer, do something about it, man. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Hey, all you pet stylists! You found the groom pod. Welcome to our virtual salon. My name is Susie, and I'm your host. I'm a mobile groomer from Seattle, Washington, and anyone who knows me will tell you, I love to talk, especially about my job. One of my favorite people to talk to is my friend and mentor and co-star of the show, Miss Barbara Bird.
1: Hey, girlfriend,
0: what's up today? Well, I hate to say it, but I think I'm possibly a fan of global warming because it's 70 degrees and sunny and we haven't had rain since July. It's so crazy, Jesus! I'm having rain every day. I see. It's like Seattle's come down here. It's
1: weird, but it's also in the high eighties. Oh, that's not you us. Know, I don't know, but, <laughs> but our monsoon season is officially over, and it's raining almost every day. Well, it's our uh, fall winter
0: spring rainy season is officially here, and we haven't had a drop of rain. Uh, it's fabulous. I'm thoroughly enjoying riding every day. I can get home in time because it's getting dark earlier and earlier. Hey, welcome to episode three fifty two of the Groom Pod, recorded on October sixteenth, twenty twenty two, in Snohomish, Washington, and Tucson, Arizona. This podcast is brought to you by our kind sponsors: Best Shot Show Season, Evolution Shears, Groommore, and Stazco, and you guys through Patreon and through our donation button on our website. So this week on the Groom Pod, we're gonna talk about how to identify damaged coat. We're going to learn about two of Show Season's best products, True Tearless and Hypo Conditioner. This week, what's new is brought to you by Groomore Software. If you're looking for a software solution for your shop, mobile, or house call, Groomore is it. It has online booking and online forms and intake or matted dog forms, payment processing, reminders and wait lists, inventory, routing, calendar, and QuickBooks syncs, and most importantly, 24-hour service. And they've given us a great offer. You can switch over to GroomMore and try it for two months at half off. Just put in the code GroomPod oh, Barbara, how I wish I could teleport you here and or change Buddy the Bichon's grooming day to a day when you're not sitting at the shop working. Because I am working him into a pretty decent looking traditional haircut. But when I look at him, I'm not leaving a lot of in the flank tuck up area because that's not an easy area to brush on him. So, but I'm making nice column legs and I'm making him shapely with using a, a tight comb in some areas. But when it gets to the head and neck crest, he looks like he's going to topple over forward because I'm not very balanced there and I'm not sure where to take it down. And where it should really end. Where does the bichon crest end on the dog's back? The withers. It is at the withers. Compare Mm -hmm. that to like a poodle crest. It's same. They both end at the same spot. There is an alternative.
1: Okay, I'm listening. I want to be really clear. I've changed my bichon grooming. I no longer do the full head and the neck crest. We really need to do a video of it. I have developed an, a optional be shown head that you, that's much less and doesn't need a neck crest, and it's working so good for my pet be because they still have good be shown expression. You know, it's the expression. It's what you see and the energy that you get, the visual effect that you get from looking at the dog face on. That's the expression. And I can preserve the Bichon expression and modify that head so it's a whole lot easier to do.
0: So I have been doing him with no crest for years. So I just was putting the crest on for the holidays. It's kind of a holiday thing. I'm dressing him up a little bit. And I'm starting now so that the Christmas groom will look like an actual shapely, curvaceous, beautiful, expression-full
1: groom for their holiday. So the difference that I see between the poodle neck crest and the bichon full neck crest is that the poodle is sort of a sloping neck crest and wow. the bichon is sort of a like one of them is
0: a hump and the other one is more like an s
1: yeah and sometimes if you hold them their nose down uh-huh you wow. can get that shape a little easier than if you're allowing them to hold their head up real high if you actually hold the nose down, you can get kind of an and Let's not say humped, but let's say arched neck crest.
0: Then what happens on the side there? Does that just blend straight into it? Because
1: isn't this short underneath the chest area short and underneath the neck? It's pretty aggressively blended into the, the neck crest. Not quite as much as, say, a Bedlington Terrier's neck might be, but you don't want it to be too fat at the bottom of the neck crest. You need to scissor that up more straight. And, you know, so it's actually not as much hair as you might think. I think that might've been my error
0: because I felt like he was a little wide also on the front. That's why it looked like he was tipping forward. So out of balance. Yeah. But I, luckily I have two Maybe three more grooms before the dinner event on Christmas night.
1: So you could take a little video and uh, ship it to me. Next time I'll give you a specific on the spot instructions. I wanted to zoom call you, but I knew you were grooming. Is it okay if I zoom call you? Well, Zoom call me. You know, like sometimes when I'm grooming, I have dead spots in my day. I'm not always at the table working. I might be waiting for Yvonne to hurry up and get the next dog ready for me. Okay. You know. So, what I'm
0: going to do is I will Zoom call you after I've prepped him and he's dry and I'm ready to start shaping the head. And then I'll and let call. me know
1: the day before okay. that it's coming up, you know, and that way. Even if you let me know the week before, I might be able to schedule my day with some kind of a hole in it.
0: Okay. you know, He's the same time every week. I know pretty much to the moment what time I will get to that point in the groom. I've been grooming him so long. (laughs) He tends to be a little loud, but we can work around that. As you heard at the beginning of the show, we work around loud quite
1: well. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, I've got an annual report. Uh, to give you on Hunter the Scotty. Oh, good. That goes away. You know, groomers who have followed us over the years know that Hunter the Scotty is a regular four week Scotty trim that goes away to the Poconos or somewhere back east of the Ritzy Mountain area and comes back with a botched grooming. Every year. Every year. So this year was maybe the best. There was only one serious, uh, well, first of all, the last groom or two, they didn't do anything to the head. And that's usually what happens every year, is the head either gets shaved down or, or not done because he can be horrible with other people with the head. But with Yvonne helping me, This dog lets me do just about everything. The other thing that was like wrong that I want to point out was that he had a bushy tail. Oh, my. Now, this wasn't a flag tail like he has sometimes come home with. It was like about maybe an inch long column. Like a cucumber tail? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) A cucumber tail. Well, let's look. (laughs) And you know what? Yvonne went out to the other side of the counter to fetch him, to bring him in, and she spotted it. I was so proud of her. She immediately assessed the grooming. She said, well, that tail's all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Good for Yvonne. Yeah, good for Yvonne. She's really getting, she was so proud. I had to give her a lot of accolades. I had no trouble doing his tail. I know he's touchy about that. you have, He's one of these dogs that you have to ask permission for every step. Yeah. You know what I mean. Totally. My horse is that way. And I actually did his tail first because it was just like, I had to fix that. It's hard to do the rest of the groom when you're laughing hysterically (laughs) at the tail. And I said, "Uh, honey, we got to fix his tail. And I, you know, and I touched and gently lifted his tail up and I just like took it down with the five blade and immediately it looks so much better. The pattern on the jacket, was pretty darn good. It wasn't up too high. It wasn't down too low. It was blended into the dropped furnishings. Um, the legs were good. The head was unkempt. It was just like maybe the whole time even his head hadn't been properly done. But that's better than having the eyebrows screwed up yes. <laughs> or, or the ears totally shaved are some of the things that's happened before but there again i just have to charge more for him even though he has less coat than any scotty i do i have to charge more for hunter because there's a hazard fee yes and that's what i call it (laughs) yep and that's perfect it's not
0: insulting
1: it's pretty honest and people can respect that, yep. you know, so my hazard fee can be anything from $10 to $20 extra added on just because, you know, I need to either take real care, good care, muzzle the dog or have Yvonne. In this case, I didn't have to muzzle him at all this year, but Yvonne talked to him and, you know, she bathes them and she talks to them the entire time. Hispanic grandma talk. Hispanic grandma talk, and then they get comfortable with that. And she comes to my table, and she talks to him, and she pets him in her certain grandma way, and I can get the back of the ear. The first time I headed to the back of an ear, he snapped at me. But from then on, we just did it. Smooth sailing. Yeah, and I was able to fix the head and fix the tail so the owner was real happy. And the dog is very good for me. I mean, except that anything can happen at any time with that dog. You know, so that's the annual recap of Hunter the Scotty returning from summer vacay.
0: An interesting thought comes to mind with that discussion, and that is with behavior cases, it really does help to have a relationship with the dog. I mean, an actual relationship And my horse is, is a a horse that you have to have a relationship with. I didn't understand why she wouldn't let me touch her head right away. She didn't want me to touch her head. Now I can pretty much touch her anywhere and she trusts that I'm not going to poke her in the eye or hit her. Or I don't know what she was worried about, but I got in there and and I do the same thing with the dogs and you do the same thing too right there. You have an established relationship. They know what to expect and they're comfortable with you. That's why I don't hand off my difficult dogs when they move. Why I keep all those dogs. If they move out of my area, I'll continue to drive out there. Because we have a relationship and it definitely makes a difference.
1: I like that word relationship because that's exactly true. And that's what I try to tell people. And, and not only that, our shop is much less chaotic than a lot of busy two three groomer shops you know because we're just two people uh and a handful of dogs and there may not be any more than three dogs in there at a time and it just it just makes all the difference in the world that they know us for i mean i've been grooming hunter now for like five five six years and um and he recognizes us when he comes back from vacay. And I, he's just like so glad to to know what they Then he knows how it's going to go, you know? I aspire to be
0: every dog's friend, their person, right? I'm not the, the important person. I'm not the one who feeds them every night. But if there's something going on in the room, and I'm there and they may not know anybody else or they may know a few people. I want them to choose to come to me and say, what do I do? This is a weird thing. It's important to me. I actually get horribly offended if I don't have that relationship. It hurts okay. me if I can't make a connection.
1: <laughs> I know you take it personally. I do hard. too so, so here, I want to just underscore the point about the Scotty tail people, the Scotty has a pencil tail. It does not have a carrot tail. It does not have a flag tail. And it doesn't have a cucumber tail. No vegetables. No vegetables. Okay. Has a, has a pencil tail. All it right. should basically be the same length as the body or one step above. Good to okay? know. I've got good news to
0: report on the Duluxo Shampoo, mousse oh, combination, yeah? yeah. That dog's skin is healing up really, really well. They were so excited. That stuff is really pretty amazing. It, I think it. I think it's
1: uh, a very evolved. Yeah, I think it's a very evolved set of products, and I'm so glad to hear that it's working for your customer because that makes you wow. a hero. Yes,
0: I got a ten dollars Starbucks card and twenty dollars wow. tip. But from not for people I won't refuse to charge because they're, fan- they're friends they gave me a nice card and thank you for all the help and now I don't even have to do the dog nearly as often so that's cool too that's just once a month and every other day or every third day on the moose and yeah and I got a toasted cheese sandwich out of the deal I love it you're frozen in such a happy surprise look <laughs> I wish I could send a picture maybe i can oh i wonder if it's me or you could be me you are oh now no. you're okay okay am i okay i'm sending you the picture
1: <laughs> i don't want to see it it's cute
0: <laughs> it's a good one here's what i was i was talking to
1: <laughs> I can not <laughs> see
0: it. You froze. Here yet. You froze just like this. You were, ah! you were listening intently. <laughs> it <laughs> looks <laughs> like I have black lips. Because. It does. You look very goth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's see where we are on time here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, Barbara, how about if we take a break? Is there anything yeah. else I needed to mention? No, I think that's it. Uh, send and sent coming. I'll just say that as soon as I get the website moving and we've got, We're, you know, yeah, we got we things. Are, yeah. There's things happening. So anyway, uh, let's take a break. And I, of course, did that without going to the right spot. God. Good job. Nice host. Uh Let me tell you about Best Shot's newest addition to the Ultramax Pro line. Ultramax Hair Hold is a flexible hairspray that can be layered on for a stronger hold. Ultramax Hair Hold spray is great, but my favorite new product is called the Max, and I won't groom without it. It's a fragrance-free, ultra-concentrate conditioner and detangler. It reduces drying time and handles undercoat and tangles like magic. Just a few drops in the final rinse or spray it on and dry it in. Contact your favorite Best Shot distributor or learn more online at bestshotpet.com. Grooming success begins with Best Shot in your tub. Made from the best stuff on earth. ready groomers? Here comes our first appointment. Barbara, how do you identify a damaged coat? Is there like some things we can look for? And uh, let's take a journey.
1: It's not easy. And in my first, I don't know, first 30 years of grooming, I probably wouldn't have paid any attention or even known to look. Um, But Damaged coat is one of the problems that that happens that makes dogs so difficult to groom on an ongoing basis. And you can spot it by both feeling the coat hairs. You know, like you'll see me sometimes. I'm feeling a strand of hair, and I can feel that, and I can find where I've got a split end. Just (laughs) by feeling, I can just take a strand of hair and I can just tell if it's a messed up hair or if it's uh, pretty smooth. If it's pretty smooth, it's good. But if you feel roughness, as you, you know, here's one that's roughed out at the end. And so, I'll, what I'll probably do is get my sewing scissors and snip off this very end piece where there's a probably a split end that I'm feeling. I could get excited and look at it through the magnifying glass. That's the true way to tell. Well, it does help. I I can see it with my eyes. I actually, you know, I have this magnifying lens that Ann Stafford gave me with my name engraved at Atlanta Pet Fair. And it says, I think it says Atlanta Pet Fair 2003 or something. What a creative gift. 2002. She had heard that I was recommending that every groomer have a magnifying option at their shop, and she bought me this with my name on it. Yeah, there's definitely a chingered up uh, end here that I'm feeling, Uh, and it just needs to be snipped off. But, you know, if I went in to have my, my ends trimmed, I would end up with a butch haircut. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not quite ready for that, although you've seen me with fairly short hair. I'm loving having longer hair at my age, I and I'm loving, I don't even mind that it's frizzy. Frizziness is another possible indication of a damaged coat, because what happens is there's shorter hairs, and they stick out, and they get electrified by the just natural comings and goings of the ionic action within the hair, head, or body. And it creates just kind of a actually I like my <laughs> I like my frizzy hair. Yeah, it's cool. I like it as gives it gives me this little aura of a goddess. I yes. I'm just I'm just okay with that. But it is an indication of damaged hair. I can look at our bearded collies that are in full coat that we've been grooming for for years, and I can see broken coat and frizzy coat, and I know that damage has been done. And I also know that I've got people working for me that will never put down the slicker brushes, no matter how uh, much I lecture about that. Some people just don't believe. uh Oh, she's hiding her face <laughs> in shame because she knows. I have much well, better. we all do I that. Gotten- we want. We just reach for those damn slicker brushes, and I don't have a scientific experiment where that I can cite that shows definitively that slicker brushes cause damage, but. <clears throat> I am so sure I would bet my left boob on it. <laughs> don't do that. I don't oh, need that one symmetry. anyway. <laughs> I don't, need, I don't. I'll lose one for okay. breast cancer. I could give up one for slicker brushes. So it's true that I still use slicker brushes, but far
0: less often. And as a matter of fact, see, you've broadened my mind and opened my eyes to all of the different possibilities. And I was buying a horse blanket recently, and I came across this really cool brush with wiggly tines. Have you seen the brush with the wiggly tines? Oh, oh I have a picture of it. I will send it to you right now. Uh, I got up for the horse, but while I was using it on her, I thought, hey, this is really Easy to brush her tangles out. It doesn't feel like it's pulling at all. So I wanted to get your opinion on it. This is a tangent. We do them occasionally
1: on the groom pod. We're doing one right now. And I will again say I really like the Panello brush cones, the hybrid Pinello. Uh, I mean, dogs can tolerate that tool so much better than uh, the average way of detangling.
0: I use that Pinello brush all the time. Yeah. So I just sent you the wiggly brush. Oh, how
1: cover- colorful.
0: Yeah, that's what caught my eye. But it was on special. So I bought it. Oh, I see. Yeah.
1: Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But that's not going to damage the coat. I can give it an appreciation score for that. Good.
0: I think I'm going to get another one. Yeah, yeah. Where did you get that? It was from State Line Tack, online horse thing. I used to buy my uh, Quick Color from them. Yeah, so I got that brush, and I got a new purple saddle blanket and a new purple halter. Boy, how many purple saddle blankets do you have now? Well, I need to change them out, because they get dirty and gross. So I have, I have three, so I can rotate them out.
1: Because it seems to me... Every month I'm here. And I got a new purple thing. I have you know, three This total. horse has a whole shitload of purple gear. Wardrobe. She has a wardrobe. A wardrobe. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Okay. Excuse me. I have
0: learned from you to not grab the slicker brush automatically, but there's something about it. The way it straightens the hair that I really
1: miss it if I don't use it at all. Well, Okay. I hear you, and and that's the main thing that slicker brushes have done through the centuries, is they have straightened hair, and that's why they were used to card out the wool, and that's where they originated. They originated as a wool, sheep wool, carding out, straighten the wool so that it would make nice yarn. You know, and it does so for hair, but you will notice you don't see any hairdressers using the slicker brush on their people's hair. You just don't see that. You don't hear it. It's not written. They would shit if you suggested (laughs) that they brush your hair out with a slicker brush, you know? I've tried it. It's not very effective in my own hair. Piniello, on the other hand, originated on human hair and is simply this very same tool in different colors for the pet hair. That's why I buy the human ones and sell them for the pets, because there's no difference. And uh, the pet ones only come in black and black tools get lost almost immediately. And the Pinello brushes, the finger brushes, the... Uh, Pin brushes don't damage hair. It's the teeny tiny pins with sharp points that scratch and poke and injure the outer surface of the hair cuticle that done repeatedly makes for breakage. And it also makes the hair porous so that it loses moisture.
0: Speaking of losing moisture, is there anything we can do to like protect if we insist on beating the hair up the way we do? Yes. You know, like we
1: turn to conditioners. Even though we we as groomers tend to put our emphasis on shampoos, shampoos are they're so much alike. They do one main thing. They remove dirt and debris from the coat and they may do some depositing of something onto the hair shaft. But conditioners have a much broader uh, activity. And conditioners are so way more important than shampoos in babying hair so that it doesn't get damaged. It's not that shampoos are not important, but what you put on after you shampoo makes the biggest difference. I want to tell you, I, I want to confess something. Okay. And I'm uncomfortable confessing it because every time I confess this, I lose reputation, I, I lose value, I lose leverage, I lose authority from other people because I like to use human conditioners on my damaged coats. I'm shocked <laughs> I'm sh- I'm gonna, because the whole business about hair repair has evolved so much in the human conditioner segment the cosmetic chemists have been working diligently for the last 10 years to provide ingredients that actually maybe don't permanently repair hair, but when used regularly on hair, can make up for and recondition the surface of the hair so that it's not so subject to further damage. You know, so I have to adjust what I've said for years. For years, I've saying repair is forever. I mean, damage is forever. You can't repair it. You can kind of improve it. Only through science, only through recent science. Only through science and only through, yeah, right, through more recent uh, advances in cosmetic chemistry in the conditioners. And one of the conditioners that I like the most for damaged coats, and um, here again, I have three bearded collies in full coat that, that we groom on a regular basis. And as this breed ages, there's more more damage than new growth. Do you know what I'm saying? Those coats, those long drop coats of the bearded collie are intended, nature intends them to sort of stay in place over a long, a prolonged period of time. They don't grow in as rapidly and replace themselves as rapidly as poodle coats too. And if you guys are just sitting on the edge of your seat
0: waiting to know what Barbara's solution is for this, you're just going to have to wait 30 seconds more.
1: Hey, Chris Bear Anthony here. You may know I've been swiveling for years now with my beloved evolution shears, but I wasn't actually born with a pair of swivel shears in my hands. Check out our website and Facebook page for our library of how-to videos or give me a shout for a personalized guide. Your hands will thank you. Don't forget, GroomPod listeners get $10 off and free shipping with the code GroomPod. What are you waiting for? Give them a try today.
0: Okay, guys,
1: Barbara's going to tell us what it is. We're ready. Okay, so here it is. L'Oreal Elvive Total Repair Conditioner.
0: Oh, I was thinking it was going to be something I didn't even know. I recognize that
1: name. Well, I may have mentioned it before, because I've been using this stuff for close to a year now, and I just love it. And I think that it really does some, well, you know, you probably thought I was going to talk about the Pantene shots. That's another thing. Yeah. But let me tell you something about the L'Oreal LV, or maybe it's l I don't yeah. know, E-L-V-I-V-E. LV LV total repair is that it's affordable. Oh it is so damn affordable. Check this out, Susie, at Walmart, where I've been shopping more lately, I can buy a twenty eight ounce bottle of Lviv total repair for seven dollars and ninety four cents. That's a steal compared to some of our products. So I'm going to give you a comparison. That's 28 ounces at 28 cents an ounce. Wow. That's a, a little over a quarter per treatment. Now, we may use a little bit more than that on a whole great big bearded collie, But nonetheless, the average size of treatment of a conditioner is an ounce or two. Now, comparatively, our the dog conditioner that's touted as a as a repair, is um Artero keratin vital conditioner, Artero vital keratin listen twenty two point five ounces. remember we were getting twenty eight ounces for six dollars and fifty eight cents, our vital conditioner with keratin 22 and a half ounces for $44.68. Holy
0: guacamole. That's quite a savings, Barbara, and it does it work as
1: well? Oh, it works. It you know like there's only one drawback possibly of the LV and that's it's pretty heavily fragranced. But I happen to love the fragrance. And it does have a fragrance component that can cause an allergy. And that's the alpha isomethyl ionone. I remember learning about that. Alpha isomethyl ionone, which smells like violets. So it's really desirable, but it can cause a sensitized reaction at very low concentrations. So that's something to know, you know, like that doesn't mean never use it. It just means that if you have a reaction, you know what to blame. It's that conditioner.
0: Or if you have a dog that is reactive to things, you know not to use you, it. Well,
1: if you have a dog that's reactive to things, you probably want to use fragrance-free ingredients. Let's talk about that in a little bit. I'm going to read the first five or six ingredients of each of these two products. So of the LV, the first are going to be cetyl alcohol, amodimethicone, Behentrimonium methosulfate, trimonium chloride, fragrance, and dipropylene glycol. Now, first six ingre- ingredients of Artero: propylene glycol, cetyl alcohol, glycerin, PEG forty hydrogenated castor oil, good ingredient, amodomethicin, behentrimonium chloride, and hydrolyzed keratin. The Elvive uses a cationic wheat protein. One uses wheat, one uses keratin. The dimethicone
0: is a lot higher on the list on the Labive thing. It is.
1: It's the second solid ingredient is the amodimethicone. And I'm a fan. Yeah, well, and likewise, I am. But down in the body of the... uh Elvee. It has uh, sweet almond oil. It has cetrimonium chloride, which is just a, a lovely well, it's a lovely ingredient. It's a very <laughs> multifunctional ingredient, uh, and it has the hydrolyzed protein. It plus this alpha isomethyl ionine. It's the last ingredient before the colorants, and we don't really know. Artero doesn't disclose any of their fragrance components like the Elvive does. And that's probably because they don't have
0: to. So we get a little more information from the human product than we do from the dog product.
1: And Artero contains cetrimonium chloride, you know, both. It also contains polyquaternium. 10. (laughs) So another good
0: conditioning quad, right?
1: Yeah, it's just a, it's a kind of a basic uh, little conditioner, vegetable based. And I think it's kind of similar. Elvive contains a ceramide ingredient that You know, I'm surprised it's not most more expensive. I'm I'm shocked at the difference in the prices, and this just goes to show you: in many cases, pet products are formulated nearly the same as human products, and they cost more. This is true of conditioners. It's true of uh, styling products. I buy a human moose over an expensive pet mousse any day because there's no significant difference between those two. And I do suggest that you check Walmart out on some of these products because, wowza, that's a good price. We love that stuff. We use it as a before-the-bath conditioner on some of our delicate coats and not after the bath. We use it in many ways. It comes in a nice pump bottle. You can just pump it into your hand or pump it into your bathing beauty solution. It's good stuff. So less slickers, more conditioning. More conditioning. And another key factor, I think, in getting thick double coats or triple coats done is the washing, the bathing system. Oh, the recirculator? Oh, a recirculator. Somebody suggested the Nagayu system. Uh, Anything that just kind of sprays deeply into the coat is going to work so much better than hand massaging shampoo. You have to use so much shampoo to, to shampoo through a double or triple coat. And even a shampoo delivery system is an improvement. Something that's anything, forcing. yeah, anything that that has a little bit of force. And if you have to do it by hand, then I do recommend that you use your high velocity dryer and force the shampoo down to the skin. Controversial, also. Yeah, controversial, also. And I know some shops that do that. Um, instead of buying a bathing beauty, which is like stupid. Well, and wear a mask if you're doing that. We talked a little bit about how to identify damage. There's also a system that I'm not so sure it really works, but that's to take a few strands of hair and put it in a, a cup of water. And if it sinks, it's very porous and likely damaged. And if it floats, it's not. But I find that my hair always floats and I know my hair is damaged. Can you use hair that you've cut off? Like, can I take a dog's hair that I've cut off
0: and stick it in? Yeah. doesn't have to be from the roots. I think it all floats. Because I'm with you. My hair is horribly damaged in the ends because I beat it up on the, well, day-to-day living. And my hair always floats when I try to throw it away in the river. You know, out of the brush You throw the brush hair away It always floats, floats down the river Off in the ocean (laughs) It's true Are you polluting our water sources, Susan? I asked you about that You said it eventually breaks down You don't want to brush your hair inside the camper. You don't want to brush your hair inside the boat because it
1: just gets everywhere. So you... I would put it on the ground so the birds could get it and make build nests with it rather than put it in the water. Okay. Okay? Okay. Have I taught you something? Yes. Yes, Mom. <laughs> yes. Hey, you know what?
0: Sometimes my clients don't like a walking air freshener. When these crazy people request a scent-free option, I go right to show season. I think that
1: everybody should have Show Season True Tearless Shampoo and Show Season Hypo Conditioner on hand. It's just very effective products without any fragrance. You need to have a hypoallergenic so-called. We know that that's just a marketing term. But Show Season has genuinely formulated their true tearless shampoo with alternative surfactants that are less irritating, less uh, aggressive, but still clean very well. And the fact that it will clean through the bathing beauty lets you know that it takes dilution and still holds up with cleaning power. And the hypo conditioner is one of the best fragrance-free conditioners in the market. It just is. I use them together all the time. I use them on sensitive dogs. I mean, it's just like so good when people come in, new people come in and say, my dog's sensitive or my husband is sensitive to fragrances. What can you do? And I say, we got you covered. (laughs) Because I've got those two shampoos in my shampoo rack, and I uh,
0: swear by them. And True Tearless is not a wimpy cleaner. It's not one of these baby shampoos or puppy shampoos. It's a decent cleanser. It works on all situations that you can come across without leaving any scent at all. Amen. And if you guys would like to find some Show Season True Tearless or Hypo Conditioner, go to showseasongrooming.com.
1: And Susie, you can use the hypo conditioner with other shampoos. You don't have to use it just with that. You can use it with Show Seasons Holiday Fragrant Shampoos, their their Cranberry Apple, and their Pumpkin Spice. And Sugar Cookie. And Sugar Cookie, which is like such a hit. And You can use the hypo conditioner, doesn't mask or or invalidate the scent of the shampoo. So you can get the shampoo and a cologne and use the hypo conditioner. You've got special fragrances
0: for the season. Yeah, and remember to advertise those. If you're going to use special holiday stuff, let your clients know because it'll help with the tips later. They love that stuff. And on that happy little note, I think I'm going to call it a show. Yeah, I'm good to go. All right, (laughs) cool. I've got a couple of dogs to groom and a horse to ride because it's so beautiful out. I cannot believe it. Happy grooming, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Groom Pod. Bye-bye now. Take care of yourselves because we love
1: you. Dreams are nothing more than wishes, and a wish is just a dream you wish to come true. If only I could have a puppy, I'd call myself so very lucky just to have some.